Welcome, everybody, to the Snapped Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. All right, let's get to it. We're back. Week two, really week three of the uh, CrossFit Open 2023 series, as it can be known on the Snap Podcast. I think uh, I'm going to try and go a slightly different route here because I'll be honest, uh, for those who stuck around for the last podcast, for the last episode, um, where we went over all of the week one numbers and how those related to last year and all the specific details of where I was and um, the points rankings and how much actual, I mean, there was just too many numbers, too many numbers, right? I was bored telling you about it. So I can only imagine you who don't care, who doesn't care or don't care. Maybe there's multiple of you listening. Um, how, how, how little you truly cared and were entertained or really felt like you got value from hearing all of those specific numbers last episode. So today, imagine some of you got lost and said, I'll come back. Hopefully you come back, but I'll come back after this open shit is over. Um, For those who are here, we're going to try and dial in on the numbers a little bit so that it's less of the episode and maybe provide a little bit more insight and um, monologue as far as the qualitative uh, aspects of the Open so far. We obviously have now week one and week two to compare to each other. We have um, what's fun about this week is Uh, For those who are not following CrossFit specifically, the Open, this second workout was actually a two-parter. So it it was a two-scored event. Um, They will often do this. I suppose we could talk about that a little bit. Um, They will often do this, especially since they've cut down um, to the three-week Open instead of the five-week Open. I believe that three-week Open started somewhere around 2019 or 2020. Um, No, 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 no. 2021. So it's been three years now that we've had the three-week open. Um, Because it's a three-week open, that does a lot of things, right? In the CrossFit community, um, the idea around the open is you want to rally your gym. You want to rally your members behind sort of the cause, right? It is a celebratory event. It is the one time during the year where people who are not competitive, people who are not like myself, I'm really not the average CrossFitter here, right? Like um, when you listen to me talk about this, it's all about the competition. I've yelled twice now on this episode. For most people, for many of you who may be at the CrossFit gym, your experience with CrossFit is a whole lot different than mine. There's a large focus on community, on um, camaraderie, on accountability and workout partners, on having fun, on being functional, on being healthy. That is what CrossFit is all about. 
um, those aren't any of the focuses for me, right? So, you know, the um, while the process, right, the, the the competitors, the top, the elite of the sport, and I'm not even including myself in that, but that's what I'm trying to be. That's sort of the I'm the the D league of that sector of people. Um, while the the open is the process in which they make it to the more important parts of their season. The open is not built for the elite, for the competitors, right? So where I'm going with this is um, with a three-week open, it's shorter. It condenses things down into it's three weeks, but it's technically like two and a half weeks, two weeks, because it gets announced on the first Thursday, the second Thursday, the third Thursday. And then you have through that last weekend. So it's really like a 15, 16 day period where you can rally your gym. All the people of your community can sort of compare where they were last year to where they are now. Hopefully everybody got fitter. You can have sort of community events that help to raise more money for the gym. Many people throw Friday night lights parties or Saturday um, marathon open workout sessions where you come in and there's a theme and you wear cool outfits and you make it, you make it a party. It's like a party you used to have in elementary school. Um, that's great. Three weeks ideal for the community aspect, which is the importance, the significance, the, the most important part of what the company CrossFit is trying to do with the open, what that does to the competitive side of things. However, and this is all coming back to this week being a two part workout means um, you, you don't have a lot of separation. Right? You get three weeks. In theory, that's three workouts, right? Three workouts to rank everybody in the world. Well, now we start to get into a space where those three workouts better be pretty broad and diverse if we're going to rank and then move people on to a, a a further stage in the competition, right? Now, there's some other um, gatekeeping sort of uh, criteria here that help us to make sure that, yeah, sure, you know, we are moving people on, but anybody who has a legitimate claim to the next level is going to move on, right? Um, part of that, the biggest one being how how many you take to the next level, right? So the top 10% of the Open, as we mentioned last week, uh, are going to move on. So that means that, um, you know, 170,000 men in the world signed up for this thing. That means that 17,000 dudes are going to have the option to compete at the next level, the quarterfinals. Um, in today's day and age, in the CrossFit world and the sport of CrossFit, 17,000 men, uh, the, you know, your, your, your guys who are, ranked somewhere between like 12,000 and 17,000, right? Those bottom 5,000 guys who are going to move on. Um, well, one, they're, most of them are probably not even going to enter the next stage of competition because it's, it's voluntary. You don't have to move on. But those guys are, while they are fit, you know, and, and they are much more fit and able than your average human walking around the street, Um. When it comes to the competitive sports side of CrossFit, you still are looking at people who are, 
you know, who, who can't do a lot of the things. Right. Um, so the, the, let's call it the strength of field is just not up to par to make, um, 10%, uh, uh, 10% is plenty is what I'm getting at there. Now, um, bringing this all the way back around who gives a shit last week was a two part workout. The reason they do that is to help the competitive side of the sport. Okay. So we have three weeks, but now we have at least four scores, right? We have, um, assuming that this final week that is announced tomorrow on the 2nd of March is only a one part workout. Um, and I assume it will be, um, that now allows us to have one score in the first week, two scores in the second week, and one score in the third. That adds a whole other workout. Now, instead of three scored pieces, there's four scored pieces. It helps sort through the leaderboard. And really, um, you know, every time you add a new workout, say we extrapolated this out to 100 workouts, every time you add workouts, you're going to continue to refine the list and truly find who is the fittest. The idea is, you know, CrossFit is just like, you know, to outside people, it's just random, right? You just throw a bunch of movements together, a bunch of reps, a, a time frame, and you just say, go. And if you do that a hundred or 200 times, um, and you get all these different movements and time frames and modalities and disciplines, um, the more and more that you continue to find certain tests, the more that uh, that cumulative score, the aggregate of those rankings um, would give you a clearer picture of who is the fittest in the world, right? But again, for the Open, you only get three, four for this year. So that's uh, what I have to say on sort of a little bit more history of the Open, why there would be a two-part workout. And, um, and I like two-part workouts a lot. Now, oftentimes, two-part workouts are not the uh, not exclusive to the Open. They've done them in other stages of the CrossFit season as well. Oftentimes, when you're doing a two-part workout, at least in CrossFit, that is going to feature a cardio-based or a more um, classic sort of get-you-out-of-breath, longer-type piece and then a shorter lifting focused piece. And that is exactly what we have in week two of the 2023 CrossFit Open workout for week two. 15 minute AMRAP, part A, 15 minute AMRAP of five burpee pull-ups and 10 shuttle runs. A shuttle run in CrossFit is a back and forth, a down and back of a 25 foot length. So 50 feet equals one shuttle run. So five burpee pull-ups, 10 shuttle runs. Now, the kicker here is that every time you get back to the bur burpee pull-ups, you have to add five reps. So it's five, 10, 10, 10, 15, 10, 20, 10, 25, 10. And you go in that fashion until 15 minutes hits on the clock. Part B of this workout starts immediately at 15 minutes. So really, this is a part B is five minutes long. So this is really a 20 minute workout. From minute 15 to 20 
zero zero on the clock. You have those five minutes to attempt as many times as you want to try and hit your max thruster. Max thruster. For those that are not familiar with the CrossFit world, a thruster is essentially two movements put together. It is a front squat, and then as you pass through the top position of the front squat where you would normally just stop, right, and then go back down, um, you try and use the momentum, you thrust the bar up off of your shoulders and continue into a press out overhead, right, without re-dipping your legs or anything, which is a whole other controversy this week on what is a good rep and a bad rep. But essentially, it is a strict press combined with a front squat. So you're getting a little bit of momentum from the uh, from standing up out of the hole, and then you're trying to continue on with that momentum up overhead with the bar. It's a good movement. It's a really good movement. Um, it's an athletic movement. It's technical. Uh, to make it even more technical, you do not get to, in this workout, you did not get to pull that out of a rack, right? So there's two ways you can get there. You could either start with the weight up, um, in a front rack position where it's supported and you could pull it from a rack where it's already there, or we could do what's ta- called taking it from the floor in CrossFit, meaning you have to now first clean that weight before you can jump up out of the hole and thruster it. So a thruster from the floor, real uh, CrossFit culty people will call that a cluster a clean thruster. Very fun movement. Something I'm decent at, and we found that out this week as we're about to get to the scores. So that is the workout. Now, the fun part about this is, holy shit, you have to do 15 minutes of work, and now, assuming that you just busted ass on the first part of the workout, you're going to be dead-ass tired. Most people would take five minutes to recover from a workout, if not more 10 plus minutes to recover and not do anything you're now asked to at the highest heart rate at the most tired you've been in the workout right at 15 minutes when it ends you now have five minutes to try and get your best thruster attempt a beautiful task of fitness where you now have to perform under fatigue you have to you have to perform a completely different discipline than you were just working on for 15 minutes you now go you go from a burpees and running and a pull-up bar to now you're working with a barbell and it's heavy um and this is something that crossfitters people who are into um cross training if you will um high intensity fitness intervals uh stuff like that this is something that you get used to and you sort of start to figure out that this is actually a huge part of fitness this is this is a large part of what defines your fitness is how quickly can you recover how quickly can you shift from one modality or exercise to another? And can you perform well under fatigue? Love it. Un- fantastic test. Um, there's a new programmer this year. Uh, for those that are really into CrossFit, the, the guy who's programmed all these workouts for the last 13 years got fired last year, and there's a new guy. Um, fantastic workout. Uh, when it came out, I was... Um, I was actually less excited than week one. Uh, now as you'll hear in a second, when we get to those numbers that no one likes, um, 
I did better on both of these individual scores, much better than week one. Uh, but this one was, to, to be honest, there's a little bit of anxiety. There's a little bit of fear that goes into these workouts when you hear them. Because as a very, very in-tune athlete, right, I do a lot of things every day. I train wide and deep when it comes to CrossFit. I am prepared. Again, I'm, I'm trying to be a competitor. Um, I pretty much know my capabilities. I, I know what I can do in certain time frames with certain movements, right? You start to learn um, what you're capable of, like, within five or 10% of literally what you can score, you can probably guess. So I know how much I'm going to do on most of these workouts um, before I do them. And I know how much it's going to hurt. And, uh, and I know the effort that I'm going to have to muster and, and eventually get to. So that's an anxiety inducing thing. And so I was, um, I was excited for the first part, but also had some anxiety uh, because I know that thrusters and shuttle runs are good for me, or uh, excuse me, burpee, anything burpee, um, especially like a burpee pull-up is good for me. Um, shuttle runs are good for me. The second part, I was really, really um, hoping to hit 250, and I thought 250 would actually be a great score. Um, turns out that was not as good of a score as I thought it would be, but um, I was able to hit more than 250. I was actually able to complete 267 pounds on the thruster. So loaded 267 for my final attempt, um, cleaned it, pushed it overhead, and was really, really pleased with that. Um, we're kind of working backwards here, but that 267 pound lift was good for the 2,635th best in the world. Now you're saying like, okay, cool, 2,600 people uh, did more than you? Yeah, they did. Um, I'm certainly not the best out there, but when you consider again, that, that big number, 170,000 people attempted this, um, being top 20, almost 2,500 is, is pretty decent there. Uh, so, um, you know, that's top 1.5, top 2%, which is cool. Um, on the first part, I was actually really, really proud of myself, um, and thought that this score would actually hold up a little bit better as well. I do these workouts on Friday, right? So it's, you know, it's less than 24 hours after it's released. Um, you have all the way until Monday to get in your score. So all these scores come trickling in. Um, I did 155 reps and the two professionals, um, two of the best in the sport, probably two of the top 10, not probably, absolutely two of the top 10 guys in the world did this live for the announcement of the workout. Um, and their scores were 162 and 168. So I thought that 155 was going to be up there. I thought it was going to be top 3,000 for sure, probably top 2,000, and maybe even higher than that. Um, 155 did not hold up. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people, you know, wait, watch people, they get, you know, they sort of build confidence and build um, strategy over the weekend. I kind of just ripped this, um, which is why, you know, the open isn't super indicative of exact fitness, but. Um, 155 ended up being just outside the top 5,000 on this workout. Uh, again, pretty good, right? Out of 170,000, but um, 5,382nd on the first part. Uh, now, of course, you combine those two together, right? I got five, 
5,300th on the first part and 2,600th on the second part. Um, if you combine those two scores, that gives you a score for this week of right around 8,000 total 8,000 total points if you're going to assign points to those rankings. Um, when you combine the two scores, that's where I start to shine, right? Which is why as the, the Open goes on, I usually continue to rank up as far as your total ranking goes. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but that's where being fit and strong and good at gymnastics and all these other things starts to come into play because when you start to combine scores, well, you better be good at everything if you want to stay near the top. And so while um, while I got 5,382nd in the one workout or the first part and 2,635th in the second part, um, for the two parts combined, I'm probably up near the top thousand in the world. Um, and that's just sort of how things shake out when you've got multiple parts. So really, really proud of myself. Um, again, before we get to these rankings, uh, let's take a, a little step back two weeks and uh, talk about where we kind of wanted to place this year, right? So comparing where we're at now after two weeks and three scores um, to where we wanted to be and and what our goals were for this season. Um, and I'm just noticing now that if you're watching this on the YouTube, you can see my daughter's uh, spit up on my shoulder. And this is the life of a parent. We love it. Um, so, you know, we, we said we wanted to be better than last year. What does that mean, right? Um, last year, I finished just outside the top 5,000 in the world. Um, in the United States, I was... Um, somewhere around, I think just outside the top 2000. Um, and when it came to the region that we were in, um, again, they've, they've sort of dialed in on the regions this year. So regions, the North American West was not a thing last year. So we can't really talk about that, but, um, just outside top 5,000, just outside top 2000, as far as in the world and in the U S all speculation, but with my performances this week, along with what I did last week, um, I've all but guaranteed, which is really cool. Still got to go do the work. Still got a ball out on this week's workout. I've all but guaranteed that I will finish higher than um, where I finished last year. Um, so what I haven't told you is that, you know, last week you're working off one score. So your one score is where you're ranked in the world. Um, that one score was up in the 7700s. I told you I got 7748th in workout one. So my ranking was 7748th. Well, you add in the 5300th placing in part A this past week and 2600th placing in part B, you add all those together, and that gives me a total point value of 15,765. Low points is what you want here, similar to golf, where if you, it's not exactly similar to golf, but if you were to win every single workout, you'd have a first. So you're assigned one point. You'd end up with four points this year. You'd be the top um, at four points. So you want less points. Um, those three combined give me 15,765 points. And that point value is good for just inside the top 2,000 in the world right now. 1,991st in the world after three scores. 
again, I was trying to get better than 5,000th, right? In my mind, I was really, really going to be happy if I could be top 3,500 in the world after four, after three weeks. Currently, I'm just sitting inside the top 2,000. So I'm very, very pleased with where I'm at. Now, last week, both of those scores, those might be the two out of four scores this year that are my best, right? I could very well place back outside the top 5,000 in this last workout, and we'll see what that does to my placing. But, um, you know, I got to do my best. Um, but based on looking at where, you know, what 5,000th in the world is right now, because nobody's getting less points. No one's going to end up next week with less points. If you look at the top 5,000 in the rankings, um, I would have to, I mean, I would have to absolutely shit the bed. I mean, I'd have to get 15 or 20,000th in a workout, um, which again, we talked about it first week, toes to bar and muscle ups have already come out. Uh, a lot of this stuff that has yet to show up is stuff that I feel pretty good about. So where we're sitting right now, we've basically secured, um, our goal of, of getting better than 5,000th. Um, now you can assume that if I'm sitting top 2000 in the world, well, that's probably got to mean that in the U S in the state of Iowa, um, in the North American West region, those rankings look pretty good especially relative to my goals as well. So let's talk about sort of where I was um, relative to that. In the United States right now, I currently sit 767th in the U.S. 767th in the U.S., which is really, really cool. Um, That's a lot of people, right? If you put 767 people in a room, um, you're like, oh, shit, like that's, that's actually a ton of people that are better than me. But when you consider that the U.S. is accounted for probably half of those 170,000 men that signed up, so you're looking at at somewhere around 85,000 dudes in the United States who signed up for this, if you put all of them in a room and then told me that only 766 of them are better than me or ranked ahead of me, then that's where you start to feel pretty good. So I'm feeling really, really great about the 767th in the U.S., for the region, right, which is basically the U.S. split in half, although the East is a little bit stronger. Um, for the region, which is where I will try to theoretically qualify for the semifinals, um, at, uh, out of the quarterfinals next stage, um, I'm, I'm sitting 364th. So, um, so right now, out of all the people who signed up for this competition, who do CrossFit who are west of the Mississippi River. Your boy is 364th place out of all those people, men-wise. Also really, really happy with that. Um, That one, we don't have anything to compare to, uh, but it's cool that you can kind of see where you're at in the region. Theoretically, that ranking, 364th, is up against the the men who I will be competing uh, against or my scores will be scored against in the next round and the top 60 will move on. So I'm about 300 spots out from where I'd like to be. But um, considering that probably, oh, let's see. I, I believe that's out of 31,000 people. So 3,100 guys in the North American West will compete. 
Um, that's you know that's still top ten percent of the quarterfinals. So you're you're again you're looking at the top one percent there. Uh, and again, these goals and and aspirations for this year were all kind of cut short and stopped in the tracks because of what we had to deal with with the injury and taking a step back when we had the baby. So we're doing well. Um, other things that we care about are sort of the Iowa leaderboard. I get caught up a little bit in the Iowa leaderboard, but um, you know, it's, it's the, no one cares about what you get in your state. It doesn't mean anything, but I just like to search it because it's another sort of uh, group that I can compare myself against. And uh, for Iowa right now, and the best I've ever done was last year. I got 30th or 31st, I believe, in the state of Iowa. Um, after two weeks and three scores, I currently sit in 23rd in the state. Um, so all signs are saying that I'm improving. Uh, and, and maybe the final week, you know, there's certainly the opportunity for you to take a step back or take a step forward or kind of stay where you are. Um, you know, my idea and my goals are certainly to take another step forward. <sighs> but... Uh, where we currently sit is is better than normal um, and um, relatively the best I've ever done. So we're really, really happy with that. Um, and and I had a good time. The shuttle runs were, um, they hurt. In fact, probably could have gone slower on them because it's just, they take up kind of the time that they take up. It doesn't really matter. Um, did my best on the burpee pull-ups and uh, surprised myself i've never thrustered 250 or more pounds um so 267 was a pr and probably right up at the top of where i could have gone i think if all things were perfect i might have been able to do 275 and that's a really fucking heavy thruster so we're happy with it um if i had to guess uh and, and if you're playing the odds here and a bunch of people do um the final workout uh for this week which I would actually love to see another two-parter. Like more scores and two-part workouts are they are good for me personally. So I'd love to see another two-parter to give it five total scores for three weeks, but I don't think we'll get that. So we're probably just gonna have one workout. <clears throat> Knowing that um, the last two weeks, if you don't count the five minutes of thruster, uh, both workouts have been 15 minutes long. I'm gonna guess that this is going to be a four-time workout whereas the first few weeks were a AMRAP style, right? So you had 15 minutes and you just go and see how many reps you can get. The last workout is more than likely going to be some, uh, some configuration to find your fastest time, not your biggest number of reps. So those are the two big distinction when it comes to CrossFit. You're either a time-based workout or a rep-based workout. Um, I believe this, uh, the second or this last workout is going to be a rep based workout, meaning there is a set number of reps. Um, for example, like, you know, the simplest one would be like five rounds of 10 squats, 10 pushups. It's a hundred total reps. You just do it as fast as you can. I think it'll be something like that. And if we're playing the odds on exercises, specific movements, um, double unders with a jump rope have been in every single open. So it's likely that they'll show up in this last week. Um, we are probably going to see a barbell. That barbell will probably either be uh, deadlifts or snatches. If we don't see a barbell, or maybe we see both, um, we will see a dumbbell. And I think that dumbbell will be some 
form of lunge or a dumbbell snatch. could also be a box step up. And then um, the only other things that we really haven't seen yet are something um, overhead gymnastics wise. So handstand walk, handstand push up, wall walk, something like that. Um, it is likely that the workout will be a combination of those five to eight movements, probably two or three of those five to eight movements. Um, I'm very comfortable with all of them. Deadlift would be the thing I don't want to see the most. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. We're heading into week three. We're ahead of where we need to be. And uh, I, I think the for Cade, if he listens, uh, the specific guy who um, likes to listen to my podcast and take away one big thing each week, I think the takeaway for this week is be somebody who can show up week after week, test after test, obstacle after obstacle, and get better. If you can get better as shit gets harder and you're faced with more, you are a, you are a force, right? You are well-rounded. You are capable. You're functional. Be someone who can take on whatever is thrown at you. And that's the idea. In week three, we will take on whatever is thrown at us and we plan to get better. We plan to rank better. And you guys will get to hear about that in about a week's time. Thanks for listening. Talk to you then. Peace.